Hi, this is John Doe back again, guys, for another commentary. The year's 1982, and today we're checking out The Thing, directed by John Carpenter. If you have a copy of this movie and you want to sync up with my full film commentary, set the film timestamp to zero, film on pause. If inclined, put on your subtitles as well. I'll give you countdown in five. Just to note, I'm running a copy of The Thing via a UK Blu-ray Region 2, so just a syncing purpose. Purposes. However, you're syncing up. So count down in five. Five, four, three, two, one. Hit play. Probably my favourite film of all time. John Carpenter's The Thing. So Universal Picture. It's a white on black. It's a carpenter trait and he enjoys a bit of white on black. The titles, the text is starring Kurt Russell, just for syncing purposes. Music by Ennio Morricone, iconic soundtrack. Todd Ramsey. It's just a list of A-listers, isn't it, you know? Rob Botine, baby. About to go off on one with these special makeup effects. John L. Lloyd, I salute you, production designer spectacular and there he is so the holy trinity we have dean cundy john carpenter and mr kurt russell baby it really doesn't get any better than that stuart cohen co-producer i love the way the music's just slowly creeping in it's very very understated i gotta say the soundtrack but incredibly effective in regards to how they use it throughout the movie so there's carpenter's credit it's a wonderful opening as well it's just like a flying saucer crash lands on uh planet earth and off we go you know Yeah, they really don't give us anything in regards to, like, backstory or lore, i.e. where did this thing come from? I kind of like that, man. I love the way the um, film title sort of burns into shot. That's wonderful, man. Fabulous. I guess, did they do that on some kind of, like, cellophane? Bluish? Very effective. So, an Antarctica, winter 1982. Desolate opening. Snowy, mountainous, rugged terrain. Immediately as well, the... There's this, this uneasy sense of foreboding. And I think it's all to do, obviously, with the terrain... And more importantly, it's the use of the music, you know? You just, you got that sense of like doom and bleakness, you know? I.e., this is going to end badly, you know? Those helicopters are amazing, man. Fucking hell. Look at that shot. That's all shot for real. What a beautiful location. Must be cold as hell, but great place to go, like, wandering pretty dangerous but this is very much my kind of terrain i'd fucking love to live somewhere like this you know 
So we're choppering in. And what are we choppering in on, lads? Norch? Are they Norwegian? Are they Swedes? Don't really matter. So it's a dog. A mutt. So it's some kind of like a wolfhound, I guess. He's a fantastic actor, this mutt. Look at him. He's seen chewing, this dog. He's chewing into the snow, baby. Come and catch me if you can. You Norwegian, Swedish bastards. Shoot me. Go on, shoot me. On the thing. Oh yeah, I've got a sharpshooter. I love this guy's beard. It's all like, he's got like a snowy beard. Oh, he can't shoot for shit, look. Ah, oh, mate, you've been on the scotch early hours of the morning. Scrabbled with his fucking sight lines. Great angle here. Great stuff from Cundy. I mean, they've mounted the camera to the back of this uh, helicopter. So he hasn't landed one single shot. The dog's, the dog's just looking up at him. So look, shall I just, I don't know, stand still? So United States National Science Institute Station 4. So that's kind of interesting. So there are the other stations. I wonder uh, in regards to like distance between these stations. Miles, a couple of miles maybe. I don't know. So ensemble actors. And here we have Mr. Kurt Russell. Bit of J&B. Oh shit, Kurt. He's bearded. So he's playing the iconic character, McCready. And a game of chess. Chess and some J&B, mate. He's living the high life. He's playing chess wizard. Oh, I think he's got the computer. Look at him. And no, McCready. You're going to be losing it very soon, mate. Oh, that's the wrong move, mate. So this is so amusing. What he just basically destroys the computer. Is that really like sort of like I don't know, a man on the edge, a man who don't give a fucking shit, you know? Because it's not as if they're going to be repairing that computer anytime soon. So great again, just tracking the uh, chopper and the uh, mutts. And as they slowly reach the American camp. Yeah, nice reference with the uh, signposts. Seems so, like, obvious, but I think I'll see quite important from, like, just, like, generally, uh, generally orientating the uh, viewer, you know? So where's Kurt Russell's amazing hat? Oh, he ain't got it on yet. He's smashing this G&B, baby. Oh, it's the Norwegians. Or are they Swedish? Kurt's going to put on his uh, black glasses. Right. Have some more G&B. So we got Keith, David. I do have the um, entire cast list written down, guys. So I will try and reference actor names, character names throughout. There's 12 of them. That's a big old cast, isn't it? 12 actors. That's like ensemble and some, isn't it? You know? So he's hitting the uh, dynamite. 
Oh, let me guess. He's probably going to miss. He's not landed a single shot. Do we believe for any second he's going to get this mutt with some dynamite? Uh, no, he missed. Fucking hell, man. Give it up, Norwegians, Swedes. Whatever fucking nationality you are. I think they're Norwegian. It's a little joke later on, isn't it? Between McCready and, um, I think it's it, Copper. Uh, Norwegian, Mac. He's sweet, sweet. <laughs> I love this moment. So immediately, the, uh, yeah, the dog's locking on to, who's he gone for? Oh, fucking hell, mate. Is, it, is, is that just nerves? Oh, these two are very desperate, isn't it? On edge. Desperate to... Yeah, to get to the dog, innit? An ash like sting. Oh, the dog's licking. Who's the dog licking? I can't quite tell. Wow, shit, right in the leg. So the mutt's fucked off. He's already possessed, so... Oh, God, I got the... Uh, oh, God, God, God. Is it Bennings? I think the mutt has already possessed Bennings. I think that was the one he was licking. Oh, he's Gary. Fucking hell, Gary. Sharpshooter, isn't he? So that's Donald Moffat playing Gary. That's Charlie Hallahan. So that's Norris. Obviously, McCready, Russell. There's Bennings. Fuchs. Knowles. There's Gary, sharpshooter. Did the right thing. The guy was out of control, you know? Trigger happy. Is it cabin fever? We're about to find out. Oh, man. So this is all shot for real. So they're up out in the elements. Fire looks amazing. Cundy killing it with the... Uh, Camera movement and just like the general lighting, spectacular, isn't it? Oh god, so we've got just bear with me, Clark. So this is Richard Mesa. So you'd have to say now he's possessed. I'm trying to keep track here. Great shot. Singed. Fuck me, there's barely anything left of this helicopter. I love it how we're almost like 10 minutes in. Barely any dialogue. Haha, <laughs> great interaction here. So this is Copper and Bennings. Who knows? Cabin fever. Oh, here we go. So this is, um, oh, God. Sorry, guys. Windows, isn't it? And I'll see Wilfred Brimley as Dr. Blair. Come on, Windows. Get hold of someone, anyone. And you want me to find somebody? <laughs> 
Brimley's reaction. So here's old um, TK Carter as Knowles. He's a cool cat, isn't he? A Swedish... Oh, it's Norway. Right. I was wondering where El Capitan was going to get a chance to use his pop pistol. Oh, well, they don't like each other. So that's Gary and uh, Palmer. Bullshit, Barnum. <laughs> Palmer's going to give TK the middle fucking digit. I love um, Copper here. He's keen to go up and have a look. Or go out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's smart, man. Yeah, you don't want to be... I mean... Oh, it's just, it's just a kind of surreal moment, isn't it? It's like something... Something's going on here. We need to check this out. So does nobody trust Palmer? It's like he's been completely discarded in the group. Fucking Max, like, fuck me, lads. We go, oh, we're going up. So be it. Nice reaction there from uh, Russell, unspoken. So I enjoy this threesome here. Um, Copper, Gary and uh, McCready. Oh, I guess he's the only pilot, isn't he? McCready? Norwegian Mac. Oh, fucking Swedes. Ha ha ha, awesome. Rotating blades, off we go. It's a danger, tail rotor. Oh, Palmer trusts McCready. Nice reveal here as the camera moves down. And the dog is just looking on. I mean, if you're watching this for the first time, you're probably suspecting it's subtly done by Carpenter. Um, yeah, something's not right here. What is going on, you know? I.e. one, why were they chasing the dog? Now they're heading off to the camp. If they can find it, the Norwegian camp. Beautiful location, man. Fantastic, isn't it? Just so desolate, cold, bleak. Perfect, man. Just sets the scene brilliantly. Dog looking on again. Repeated shots. Clever, man. Oh, is it superstition? Stevie Wonder. Here we go. Oh, right, mate. We'll do. We'll do, Barnum. I'll turn it up, you sweat. Fucking Niles. He's pulling an all-nighter. He's on his rollerblades. That's a superstition. I love the uh, cinematography here with the music just faintly playing in the background. It's this classic John Carpenter. Isolated spaces, but masterful in regards to just creating a sense of like unease you know 
Static shots, some moving. Great reveal here. Here comes the mark. Yeah, this dog is amazing, man. This is a fantastic shot as well. Look, stops, glances over. And Cundy just pulling back slowly with the uh, camera. Silhouette. So that's Norris. And then the dog goes in and he turns back. If that's not masterful storytelling, I don't know what is. What a wonderful shot here. Look at this open fucking snowy landscape, man. It's glorious, baby. Wow. It's like the edges of the fucking earth, isn't it, you know? Wow, this is awesome. Music creeping in again. As I said, uh, viewers, listeners, you really don't notice the music much throughout. And to me, that's a compliment, you know? It's just subtly there in the background. doesn't draw attention to itself in any way, the music, but just sort of perfectly complements what's happening on screen. So this Norwegian singed uh, landscape, basically, anyone who's ever listened to the uh, director's commentary, so it's Carpenter and Russell. Yeah, obviously, spoiler alert, towards the end of the film, the American camp blows up. So what they did here, basically, this is the American camp, which they're pretending is the Norwegian camp, you know, all singed up. And I think we're cutting to... um, I think this is like a studio interior. Swedes. It's Norwegian, Mac. How many times have I got to fucking tell you, mate? You've been hitting that J&B a bit too hard, mate. A fucking Norwegian. Ain't Swedish. Fuck me, Candy. What are we doing with this fucking lighting, mate? Haunted house on the hill. Look at this, baby. This is an absolute masterclass from Dean Cundy. So much detail within the frame, you know? Sense of, like, history and... Yeah, this place just looks run down. Fuck me, has Jack Nicholson been rocking out in this Norwegian camp? Somebody's left their bloodied axe in a door. Fuck me, Torrance. So look at this interior, man. Sort of like faint shafts of light. And the icicles as well. And the lighting as well on um, Copper's face is beautiful. Yeah, I do enjoy old Richard Dysart in this uh, role. as uh, He's a doctor. So you've got like two doctors. You've got Copper and Blair. I don't know where they sit in regards to like hierarchy. Oh, here we go. Rob Botine incoming. Special effects wizard. Oh, fuck me, Botine. Boating. <laughs> Mac. Rob Boating. Boating. <laughs> oh, Rob, what what is it, mate? I bet they were like, Carpenter's like, look, here we go. Here's, look what Rob's created. Ain't he amazing? So in regards to selling something like this, it's all, <clears throat> it's all in the lighting, you know? Yeah, if you get the light in a little bit off here, this um, 
shredded Norwegian camper is probably going to look a little bit ropey on film. But if you get the lighting right, you know, come on, Dak. Kurt Russell's amazing with this light lantern. Yeah, it's just the contrast of the sort of light and shade within these interiors. Oh, that's beautiful, man. Translates brilliantly onto Blu-ray. I love it. They've just switched rooms, but it's like it's getting slightly darker. And those shafts of light outside are becoming more and more apparent. So what we got, dock clippings, artisan it. It's a portable video unit. That could be important. Yeah, McCready's keen to leave, isn't it? Come on, Doc. I ain't got all day, mate. Yeah, you could already... Yeah, something with McCready, like... Oh, not that he's suspecting, but like... Nah, something's off regarding this. I'm not... I just don't feel very comfortable, you know? So this is nice. Not sh Yeah, we're going to get the reveal the same time as Copper. This is a wonderful shot as we track up backwards. Subjective camera. So it's a giant slab of ice and the middle bit's missing. As McCready looks up to the camera. That is beautiful, man. Morricone coming into his own, really elevating this moment. Wow, man. Does it drop completely downwards? What the fuck have they been up to? Wow, it's a spacecraft, wasn't it? I love this line from Copper. Is that, is that a man? So what did he... Set himself on fire? Gasoline? What? McCready? What the fuck? What? What's that? What's that? Is that a man? No, McCready's no. It's a fucking woman, copper. Fuck me. I need to get back to my J&B. Let's get out of here. So I think they've... <laughs> more than so, they've seen enough, haven't they? I love the little fade out to white. Yeah, it whites out, then sort of whites back in. Seamless, isn't it? But clever in the sense... Oh, it's basically a time transition, isn't it? You know? So they've got a lot to tell. The rest of the dog again, looking on. Clever shot, isn't it? Really looking onto the fact that this... Some kind of intelligence at play with this fucking mutt, you know? Why is the dog constantly staring at the group, you know? So what are they carting in here? Is this the corpse outside, I guess? Oh, fuck me. Wilfred, Wilfred Brimley's going to love this. Blair, he's going to start... Oh, it's a chugging contest. You can chug the... 
Oh, fuck me, man. Somebody shit themselves. Windows. There's a steamy fucking window. Oh, Norris. Bennings. Tongue it. Blair, do you want to tongue it? Great. Right to left shot. The reactions are amazing, man. It's like, who can chew the scene the hardest? They're all scene chewing. Look at them. Fuck me, man. Don't hold back, lads. Russell's pretty understated with his response. Norris just looking down. Wow, boating with this creature effect. Unbelievable, isn't it? It's like a double face, man. Ah, it's super, super creepy. McCready's suspecting as he looks over. Yeah, he knows. This, he knows. We're in big trouble on the dog looking on again, man. Oh, fucking hell, Windows. Is he reading Playboy? Gary's about to turn up the radio. Yeah, Gary's on edge as well. Stick to it, Windows. Stick to it. He's got a point, hasn't he? I mean, the conversation's not taking place, but a couple of them are like, I've seen enough already already to suggest that we need to keep our eyes peeled, you know? So I'm just wondering regarding Fuchs. To me, he seems like one of the lead scientists because you've got the two doctors. You've got Blair and Copper. So see, Blair's going to town with the fucking carcass. Oh, can you squish it a little bit more, Blair? Oh, yeah. Sludge it up, son. Squish that fucking heart. Wow, man. Crazed imaginings of Rob Botine. Nice isolated shot outside. Evening. Somebody's outside with the snow. Mobile. Kind of cosy in the evening, isn't it? I was sure whether these guys uh, they've got a spliff. Um, Palmer's got a spliff, so Palmer's rocking out with Childs, and they're in the VHS cassettes, Panasonic baby, kind of cool. And they're sharing the spliff. I kind of like it, man. So these like room buddies. Not that it really matters. This main interior sort of social room is amazing with the pool table. So Benning's here. The dog's going to molest him briefly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Clark loves the fucking dog. Clark don't like humans. He prefers animals. Not in a weird like sexual. Well, you don't know in a... When you're isolated for this long. I used to say that Clark, given half the chance, wouldn't start fucking pumping this dog. 
He'd be in for a fucking surprise, I tell you, if he dropped his fucking shredded long johns. So they're putting the dog in with the other dogs that look similar. Very confusing. So that's our main dog. Central dog. So I got like a kennel of these fucking mutts. Yeah, this dog, this main dog is amazing in regards to like acting. Clark really should have, he should have stayed there a little bit longer. But again, this dog's very, very tactical, or I should say the thing in regards to very like self-aware, you know. Yeah, it's a real like intelligence, a player. And he's about to uh, mighty morph as the other dogs snarl, snarl on. Ah, fucking hell, Rob Boating, baby. What is it? Oh, his face has just come off. Jesus, man. It's unbelievable, man. Yeah, it's starting to get a sense in regards to, like, shape-shifting, just the general, like, history of this thing, the other thing, the other kind of, like, creatures it's potentially imitated, you know? Uh, Anybody out there? The dogs are howling, and no one's coming to rescue them. Oh, this dog's getting spurted. So it's Clark coming back. Fuck me, Clark. You will get your fucking ears tested, mate. He's in no rush. Look at him. This bearded fucking oaf. I like how it's just gone... Sort of momentarily silent. Pitch black. You're going to get a bit of a, a JC scare here, isn't it? Yeah, classic carpenter scare. Jump scare, innit? Jesus fucking hell, Clark. I'll barricade that fucking door, mate. Yeah, here we go, McCready. He's so, like, assertive. Here, look. Doesn't hesitate for a second. Because, as I said, I, I brought it up moments ago. He's been suspecting. He's like, boom, sounding the, sounding the alarm. Got his fucking gun. Charles has got the uh, flamethrower, hasn't he? Everyone's putting on their fucking shredded long johns, isn't it? Fuck me, man. I was watching The Price is Right, and he wants me to get the fucking flamethrower. Fucking hell. So, um, Clark's got a fucking axe. Don't know why. So, axes, guns, and flamethrowers. So, they're kind of uh, equipped, aren't they? Great reveal here with this creature. And the sound effects as well. I think the two elements that sell this well or see the way it's lit and the sound the use of sound 
And the reactions are wonderful as well. Fucking hell, man. So it's already completely consumed this... A couple of the dogs got out, but one of them's fucking dead. Wow, man. It's like spurting out green goo. I don't know why Clark's kicking off there. I think that was a that was a humane thing to do from McCready. I mean, that other mutt was fucking dead, you know? So it's a mercy kill. Fucking hell. Dysart's reaction is unbelievable. So just in disbelief. Like, look how this adaptable this thing is. Come on, Charles. Let's go full fucking Ellen Ripley with this fucking monstrosity. Torch the bass. Don't, Charles. Stop looking at its fucking eyeball. Torch it, baby. Finally. I think they waited too long, though, because already... I mean... Yeah... No doubt about it. I'm already speculating that two other members of the camp are already uh, have already been taken over by the thing. That's also an interesting element. Can the can the thing only like take over one at a time? I think that's how it works. You know. Yeah, to me, that is clearly how it plays out in the movie. I think it's like a one-by-one progression, you know? Yeah, there's never a moment in the movie where there are, like, multiple things. But I could could be wrong. Fucking Wilfred uh, Brimley. He ain't half selling it well with this fucking... Oh, I don't know what it fucking is. A sea of blood... Let's have a look inside. It's another chugging contest. Oh my god. Oh fuck me. What is it? It's art. Oh, it's arty. It's very artistic, this face. Is it like limbs? Eyeballs? Fuck me, Botin. What are you... He was taking some fucking drugs on set. Coming up with this fucking shit. Great response here from Blair. Just looks down. Yes, these wonderful, like, unspoken moments, man. So he's a clever cookie, any old Blair. It's only been, what, a couple of hours and he's already able to ascertain the um, inner workings of this creature, you know? It's imitation. Imitating these dogs. Jesus, man. <laughs> so an interesting conversation about to occur here. A sensible though from Blair addressing um Clark. Uh 
Yeah, Blair is no... He's, he's not stupid in any way. He's fully aware of the fact that Clark spent X amount of time with the fucking animals before it kicked off, you know? Yeah, kind of cool. Um, uh, it's this whole angle. Maybe they should, like, quarantine Clark, you know? I guess maybe that's the criticism of the group. They don't react soon enough in regards to potentially quarantining other crew members, but it's a difficult one. You know, this whole angle of imitation, it's hard to tell who's who, you know? Nine hours of video footage. Some like X. Excavation area, and it digging into the snow. Yeah, the logical thing here is they can work out the yeah coordinates. Um, yeah, they can just fly there themselves. They're probably going to be able to um, get a better idea in regards to what it was. There's some circular element within the snow. So they're blowing it up, whatever it is, burying it in the snow. That's wonderful, man. I These little, like, characters sort of, like, glancing at each other, unspoken, but it just, it maintains that for, foreboding sense of dread, you know, within the group. That's just slowly starting to escalate. So Kurt Russell's finally got his fucking hat on. So I think they're flying through this same space again from earlier. And again, Morricone coming back in with the music. Yeah, that's just what I enjoy about the soundtrack. It's not overly used, you know? So I think we're going to get a combination here. Some classic, like, uh, sort of like Matt's painted backdrop, backdrop shots. Uh, some of it's real location. And some of it potentially sets, I guess, so nice white out again. So the three of them are looking down. I'm not sure who it is. So it's obviously McCready. Um, oh, it don't really matter. So that's a matte painted uh, landscape craft shot, I guess. It's a massive fucking spaceship, isn't it? So it's a fair old drop downwards, you know. So they're a resourceful bunch, and they seem to have everything they need in regards to getting the job done out in the elements. So McCready with that fucking hat on is amazing, man. So that's smart. Two go down, one stays up, yeah. Yeah, it makes total sense. You don't want all three of them going down there just on the off chance that, you know, the shit hits the fan, you know. 
So it's obviously Norris and uh, McCready. Yeah, the passage of time. Yeah, look. Fuck me, man. Unbelievable. Jesus. So, some... Oh, downward area, I guess. Within the ice. Underneath the snow. Fuck me, man. Plot thickens. So back to the camp. Ha ha ha, it's Keith David. So I'm not judging McCready. And I think if I were shacked up in this locale having to do this job, I without doubt would be developing a uh, drinking problem. So McCready's hardcore, isn't he, with the J&B. I love Blair now. Blair's like, he's no longer communicating with the group. So Palmer's very amusing, isn't it? Yeah, look at Blair. It's like he's already made up his decision. Look. So what is it, Gary? I mean, McCready's not... He has no idea. Ask fucking Blair. Oh, what is it, Knowles? Yeah, your shredded long johns. Obliterated. I don't know. Ask Blair. This is a wonderful moment. The Just the way Blair looks up and the music creeps in and the camera moves in. Look at this, man. Fucking hell, I'm just in awe of moments like this. That's unbelievable. So, we have isolated moment with Blair. He's already been able to ascertain the life cycle of this creature. Oh, it's a, a simulation. Kind of like primitive computer graphics, but I kind of like it, you know. This is 1982. So, cell dog imitation. Seems to be pretty instantaneous uh, in regards to how quickly it takes over an organism, I guess. It's quite... uh, Blair man it's the probability that one or more team members may be infected by intruder organisms 75% do you know the disappointing oh, it's, it's hard to say I don't want to be judgmental in regards to Blair but the fact that he doesn't have the conversation with the group he decides to take matters into his own hands. And this is the whole speculative angle, i.e. if the world population was to get infected. 
Blair's sort of in like death mode here, isn't he? I'm just going to kill it off at the source, you know? It's a wonderful shot of McCready here. Still smashing this J&B. It's empty. Fuck. And he's getting a whiff of these shredded long johns. Okay, Doc. Uh, coming each like team member, very very isolated. Even though they're supposedly in a group, you know. So I'm enjoying it so far. You could say it's a little bit of a slow build, but I mean the pacing is perfect in my eyes, you know. Max had enough. He's choppering out for the day. Look. Fuck it, Fuchs. I'm going up to my fucking love shack to smash some more J&B. Make it pronto. What do you need to say? It's 40 below outside. Are you fucking crazy, Fuchs? You'll be fucking next. Nice reveal here. So Windows looking on. Just checking the... Bloodied remains. The problem is, this thing is still active, you know? Jesus, man. How many of them have already been exposed, you know? I mean, Windows is covering it up, but who's the... Oh, uh, and I just the impression of slight breathing. There's a great moment here. Windows looks... Yeah, he just looks over. Beautiful staging from Carpenter. And I'll see a shout out to Dean Cundy as well. He's positioning the uh, camera. So, um, Bennings is next. Fucking hell, man. So, conversation outside. Beautifully lit exterior shot. So, Fuchs and McCready shacked up in this snow play, pled. Play? Snow play. <laughs> snow plow. There's plenty of snow play in a, a thing. So what? Folks just got hold of um, Blair's not insane ramblings in regards to what this organism may potentially be. McCree, oh, it's still dormant or active. McCready's like, fuck. Oh, Bennings is fucking done, Windows. Oh, this is a great reveal as well. Yeah, they stage it all on Windows. Wonderful, as he looks over. So Bennings is getting fucking molested. Look. Oh, shit, Bennings. Getting fucking tongued, mate. Fuck me. Jesus, man. So what I love about this, Windows bombs outside... Gets uh, Fuchs and McCready. They go back in and already Bennings is gone. 
Proper cat and mouse with this fucking organism, I gotta say. You had him right there, Mac. I swear to God, mate. So it, yeah, that's Bennings. Can barely move. Pivotal moment as well in regards to the narrative for them all to witness this, you know. It's certainly not Bennings, so McCready's flaring up. Jesus, man. A wonderful reveal here. Bennings is like, oh, hello, lads. Oh, oh, oh fucking torch him, McCready. End him. Music's wonderful. God, this is spectacular. Yeah, McCready's done the right thing. It's not Bennings. Jesus, man. I mean, Gary's getting emotional. Uh, he's, he's his friend. McCready, it's tough love, and uh, McCready's like, now we can mourn him later. There's a job to be done, you know? Starting to take over, any McCready coming to the fore, the leader of the group. Because now Blair's sort of pissing off, he's becoming more and more isolated. So they've got to destroy the evidence, but it's too late. The thing is already, uh, it's moved, it's potentially already locked on to somebody else, you know? So Kurt Russell with his flamethrower looks unbelievable. Absolute beast of a man. Again, the music's fantastic, man. Subtly playing in the background. Understated, very, very understated by Morricone. For now. Oh, fucking Blair's lost his fucking mind, lads. Jesus, son. It's not looking good for this group, i got to say. So what do you do in a situation like this, man? It's just like... I mean, McCready's probably thinking about... Oh, we just sort of fucking countdown. Fucking doom clock, you know? Am I fucking next, you know? It's not as if they can leave this location... They're fucking trapped. So is comms still up? So Fuchs heading off. I think we get a moment here with Blair. He starts destroying shit, doesn't he? Look. Don't he destroy the um helicopter? 
our only way out of there. So that's Blair. Jesus, man. He's lost his fucking mind, hasn't he? So what's Blair's angle here? I.e. the whole group must die. This thing can't get out of here, you know? It's full on, like, pure nihilism, you know? Yeah, McCready's not going to be happy with this. I mean, he's the, technically the only pilot, isn't he? Jesus, man. Oh, fucking out. Fucking Blair's popping off. Fuck me, man. Get him in a fucking straitjacket. Great shot here. McCready, the subjective camera. Beautiful, man. Cinematography from Cundy. Yeah, I love it. This is a highly amusing sequence. A calamar. Nobody Nothing. He wanted to molest us all. All of us. Fucking hell. So, um... Windows is stuck in there. How unfortunate. That's fine. Well, why don't you fucking tell us, Blair, instead of trashing the fucking joint? Can't we have a fucking conversation, mate? McCready should turn to Charles. Get the fucking flamethrower. I'm gonna, st- I'm gonna torch Blair. He's out of control. So they're gonna get a barricade, aren't they? Oh, yeah, Charles. Attempting to sort of Blair. Yeah, good luck with that. Now. I wonder how many takes they did of this, you know? I mean, ideally, you get it in one. Unless you have to redress the set, you know? I love this line here. I I, I kill you. (laughs) Pop pistol in P. I kill you. That's it. They got him. Yeah. Blair ain't going to be able to um, overpower the entire group. He's a pretty strong guy, though. Got to say. They got him. Yeah, he's become a complete liability now. But totally believable, you know. I mean, it was speculating about the possible eventualities, i.e. if the thing takes over the entire planet that's um, completely triggered Blair, isn't it? Jesus, man, so he killed all of the fucking dogs. Clark's devastated. Jesus, man. So they're about to shack up Blair. Got to be done in it, you know. I don't want him in. I don't want him in my fucking shack. So if I put him in my shack, whose shack am I gonna fucking take? McCready cherishes his fucking shack. Love shack. 
Nice interaction here, Blair and McCready. What's going on, mate? Yeah, he's lost his mind. Totally believable. He don't know who to trust. I mean, this is it, isn't it? The paranoia is starting to ramp up. I mean, even McCready there is like, I, I, I hear you, Blair. I was Blair a religious man. You know, I watched Clark. I mean, I would have been playing that card a lot earlier. I mean, Clark's been playing with the mutts since the fucking get-go, hasn't he? Dog lover. He's compromised himself. Take him out. <laughs> Time to hit the fucking vodka, eh, Blair? It's another wonderful interaction here. Now we... Nah, we don't fucking wait it out, lads. I mean, this is a fucking shit show. I ain't going to sit around here waiting for you jolly Joes to fucking take me over. Uh, 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 what was that, Charles? Blood serum, innit? Yeah, one of the iconic moments coming in. Yeah, needs must right now. Clock is ticking. So Fuchs and McCready. <coughs> Interesting dynamics between these two. I enjoy this little relationship, you know. Seems to be a fairly close pairing, isn't it? Oh, Fuchs and McCready. Oh, somebody sabotaged the fucking blood. So, who was that? Is that fucking Clark? So, this is a wonderful moment. You basically got the entire group. And none of them know who it is. It's obviously one of them. So they're all looking over at Gary. Yeah, Copper really starts to go in hard here on Gary. He's giving him the eye, look. Oh, I think so. Let's all look at Gary. I love how he looks back. What's you, Gary? You fucking dickhead. Oh, shit. Windows. He took a blow to the head and now he's looking very terrified. Wonderful acting here from uh, Donald Moffat. It's fucking kicking off, isn't it? A treat. Oh, wait, wait a minute, guys. So you're tonguing that one. <laughs> oh, Windows. Stay me fucking Windows. Come back. Fucking hell, Windows. You lost your mind, mate. Ah, oh, you went quick enough, Windows. 
Gary's on to him. Here he comes. Yeah, put it down, son. No, we can't end this way. I mean, who's to say you're not the thing, Windows? I mean, you you try and arm yourself, mate. Who's to say it's not you? Great moments. I mean, as an audience viewer for the very first time, if you're watching this, you are really like, fuck me, man. Who's who, innit? You know? And the performances are beautifully measured, you know? And it's proper ensemble acting in the sense that each actors they're not trying to like outdo each other it's very much like what i would call like complementary acting you know i mean there's a saying sometimes proper acting is reacting and you get a lot of this in the thing you know and a lot of it is unspoken i mean you've got a moment here with norris as he delivers the line but just his look alone is enough Fuck me, Charles. Yeah, no one trusts fucking Charles. So Clark's got a bit of beef with uh, Charles. He's about to rock in with his fucking knife. So MacReady's about to take over. I don't think they'll be holding that against Windows. I mean, he just lost... He had a moment, you know. Still, like, an important member of the group. So they've got to destroy further evidence... I think McCready is time to lay it on the line, isn't it? You know? Just the desperate nature of the situation, big speech. So some of you are still human. There's a storm coming. We're going to find out who's who. Thing is, how do you get it out in the open? There's this weird angle. I mean, you're probably just going to have to let it play its course, but the lesser crew members potentially make it a little bit easier to actually take out the thing. When it's a larger group, it makes it very, very difficult, you know? Because how many we've got here? Three? There's still a fair few left. Probably still like 80% of the crew remain. So McCready's forming groups. And Max not taking any fucking chances, copper. I don't want to hear what you fucking lads have got to say. Do as you're fucking told. Well, do the test. Yeah, i got to find out who's who, innit? So, another iconic sequence incoming. It's just like one memorable moment after another, you know? Fucking hell, I hate fucking needles, baby. It's weird, innit? Oh, this is a beautiful moment. 
so the desperation of MacReady here, you, you don't uh, feel sorry for the guy? I mean, you get this throughout from the moment we meet him as a character. Um, is he sort of suffering a bit with, like, is the isolation getting to him, a bit of depression? You know, he, he likes to drink, he likes to be by himself. But the way he's just recording into this um, tape recorder, trusts anybody. God, it's always this side of me. It's like, McCready, is he like, is this like borderline suicidal? Totally, again though, it's totally believable. So fuck this, man. Is this my final few hours in life? Just wait. Beautiful from Kurt Russell, man. What a moment. Jesus, man, the desperation in his voice in this isolated shot. It's like he's being watched. Fabulous, man. So that's a split diopter shot. They centralise the frame, so two elements remain in focus left and right. So Fuchs is acting a little bit shady here. Yeah, no doubt about it. Fuchs, to me, seems to be like the lead um, scientist. But this is really the last time we get to see Fuchs. Yeah, somebody turns out the lights here, if I recall. Beautiful, classic Dean Cundy. Going to get some blue gels in it. Yeah, there we go. It's gone all blue. It's very Halloween, isn't it? Yeah, he loves his blue gels, doesn't he? You get a beautiful contrast, though, with, like, the... Just the light. The light and the blue. Another cheap-ass JC scare. It's wor- it works, though, you know? So, Fuchs's death or demise is truly strange because you really don't get to see anything. Those flares are amazing. Just creating, like, contrast within the frame. Yeah, it's really weird. Like, Fuchs is heading off. Checking out some charred remains. I think it's shredded long johns, isn't it? It's McCready. Somebody's obliterated his long johns. So that's it, in regards to Fuchs. Fucking hell, man. So you even don't get to see it, how he got taken out. Yeah, the group right now is not very um, proactive. I ain't going with Windows. What? Fuck you, Palmer, you twat. You got beef with me, son. I cut the bullshit. I ain't going with steamy fucking Windows, baby. So Copper's out for the count. Watch him close, isn't it, McCready? Yeah, oh, wonderful. With the flares again. So it's becoming more and more treacherous outside. 
the snow is becoming more and more incessant. It's just an escalation of like bleakness, man. It's fabulous. So this is truly ridiculous. Also, oh, Blair's still in here, isn't he? Yeah, it's coming up in a moment. This is beautiful from uh, Wilfred uh, Brimley. I, I, I'm perfectly fine, McCready. I, I hear strange things, man. I'm, I'm bored with this fucking tin food that you left me. You got any fucking vodka? Ain't folks. I have a good think about it. I think it's steamy fucking windows. I think he's the thing. Oh, yeah. You're all better now, Blair. What's with the hang hangman's noose, mate? McCready's looking on. Are you feeling desperate like me, mate? You want to end yourself? No, Blair, no. No one believes anything that you... No, mate. Stop talking. You're not better. Nah, he's still a liability, isn't he? So where the fuck did uh, Finks go to? There's really nothing left of him, man. Again, I think it's just more, more like, yeah, charred remains. You can barely tell what it is. I think his glasses are there, isn't it? Is it Fuchs? I don't fucking know, Knowles. Oh, it's somebody's glasses. Yeah, it's Fuchs. I don't know, mate. Should we just burn each other and get it over with? So there he is. Nah, I don't believe that for a second. Folks didn't see that type. Oh, here we go. Somebody's been shacking up Max fucking shack. Look, he's looking up. Where are you going? Somebody's in my fucking love shack. Look, turn the fucking lights off. Now somebody's tongue in my fucking shack. Love Shack, baby. Great moment, because now so he's just Niles and McCready. Again, the music, very effective. I think Charles is looking on, isn't he? Yeah, look. And you get the repeated shot, the lights are out, and it, they're nowhere to be seen. You're just immediately suspecting, oh, fuck me, a Niles and McCready now either gone or have they been taken over? Oh, look, Norris, he's the thing, look. Jesus, man. So they're forming a barricade. I guess the call was made, innit? If they don't return X amount of time, we're going to start barricading ourselves in. Not realising, though, that Norris is the next one. Jesus, man. Hey, you Come here, I've got a So who's coming back? I think it's Niles, isn't it? He? he cut him loose. It's it, it was McCready, I cut him loose. Yeah, TK Carter looks amazing here. He iced him up a treat. Look at him. I cut him loose. 20 rounds of fucking toast. 
I found this. I think obliterated fucking shredded long johns. McCready's the fucking thing. Would you fucking believe... Would you, Adam, and fucking Eve it, lads? I cut him loose. 20 rounds of fucking toast. I told his line. I cut him loose. Oh, he's definitely the thing. Could be any time, anywhere, lads. Hey, look, Charles. It's definitely McCready. Oh, fuck you, Palmer! <laughs> oh, haunted house, the dial, the handle's turning. Shit. Look at this here from uh, Palmer and um, Charles. Really going at it, aren't they? Yeah, why are you so desperate to let him in? You feel the parent. Oh, what went wrong, man? Oh, God, man. This is the whole dynamics of the narrative, though, isn't it? It's who's who, so... It's like every other line is fueled with paranoia, isn't it? Because you just don't know. You just don't know. So Charles is going to town with the fucking door. McCready's ready. He's fully iced up, isn't he? Great line, yeah? You'd certainly believe that from McCready. He's not fucking about. Back off. Way off. Fucking Kurt Russell, he's selling it a treat with this fucking flair, man. He's about to fucking singe his fucking beard off. Look at him. It's like a fucking ghost. You asshole. Oh, yeah, it's fair to say, isn't it? Would McCready have acted any differently? Oh, yeah, Knowles and Norris. So, like, Norris has just touched McCready and Norris is a thing. Is McCready now the thing? <laughs> it's hard to say, isn't it? Just the simplest... Is it just simple touch? And then that equals full possession. Don't entirely know, you know? I feel like it needs to be skin on skin, so that's still kind of protected by clothing, I guess. Wow, here we go. Oh, shit. Copper's about to do some surgery on um fucking uh, Norris. Fucking lose your fucking arms, mate. Fucking hell. Look at the state of McCready, man. He, he, God knows how long he was outside for. It's like he's freezing to death, you know? Kurt Russell absolutely chewing the scenery. So this moment is truly iconic. And Copper goes through the fucking chest, gets his fucking arms ripped off. It's I'd almost put this on par with like the chest burster sequence from Alien, you know? It's that iconic, it's that memorable. Claire. So I think it's on the second one, isn't it? 
Here we go. Fuck me. Fucking hell, man. Look at that, man. Fucking hell, baby. I remember seeing this for the very first time and I'm like, fuck, would you, Adam, and fucking Eve it? So it's already, like, got sort of, like, Norris's head imitated. That's spectacular from Boating. Unbelievable, man. It's like it's, it's two Norris heads. So this one's ripping off. I love the pastified fucking green sludge effects from Boating. Sludging down the fucking table. Fuck me, if that's me, I'm torching the entire fucking room. Fucking hell, this thing is so... so that's probably some, like, reverse photography, I guess, sir. Unbelievable, isn't it? So adaptable. True survivor, isn't it? This fucking thing. Won't let go, you know? That's an absolutely killer line. So some crab dog. Yeah, here we go. Probably my most famous or my like most favourite line from the entire movie about to come in here from Palmer. It's coming up in a second, isn't it? Gotta be fucking kidding. <laughs> Here we go. So McCready knows it's behind him. He's just waiting. Get it out in the open. Here we go. Palmer. That's fucking amazing. Really sums up the situation, doesn't it? So even that is not enough. Because the thing is already locked onto somebody else, isn't it? So really, again, goes back to what I was saying earlier. Can it possess multiple subjects at once, you know? So here we go. Blood serum test. Oh, yeah, Clark. Cheap manoeuvre incoming. Look, he's, he's trying to appeal to... um. McCready's sensibilities but Clark he will fucking kill Charles great moment here beautiful close up of uh, Kurt Russell with the gun I mean it you better believe in look Clark sly old dog about to take out McCready yeah I don't judge McCready at all Taken out Clark. He warned the fucking group, you know. Oh, they're dead, Mac. They're dead. I gotta go through with this, son. Jesus, son. As they all look on. Better find out who's who. 
Throw Acton Challenge. Look at him. I think the reaction I enjoy the most is old TK Carter, Knowles. He just looks completely fucking broken. Here he comes. There he is. Fuck me. Just tissue. Though I guess, yeah, is there some logic to this experiment? It's going to attempt to survive. Go to another host. Ow. Ooh. I guess it was just blood pre-existing on the back of that it's probably some like plastic knife in it a movie prop yeah do it yourself man fuck me if that's me I'm wearing fucking gloves man yeah everybody's still a little bit too exposed for my liking I know they've got a cut into their fucking fingers to get the fucking to do this fucking test i get it but still man acting is unbelievable man every actor is so invested in uh the character they're playing you know and you just see it on film it's fucking beautiful Still a little bit ominous the way um, Windows is backing up. Yeah, you're still kind of suspecting. So I love the sound effects here. And McCready props the fucking dish. Yeah, a little singy effect. Another shout out. As well, in regards to this sequence, the zero use of music, I think, is a good creative choice, you know? You really don't need music playing in this scene, you know? It's all on the performances, all on the staging, all on the dialogue, you know? Yeah, how are we to know, though, MacReady, you know? So you know you're not the thing. That's not how it fucking works, you know? Oh, yeah. So they're quick to remind MacReady when he prods fucking Clark's fucking dish. I.e., oh, you just murdered the guy. MacReady's like, fuck you guys. Self-fucking-defense, you know? He's coming at me with a fucking knife. I took him out. You would have done the same, you know? Yeah. The whole beef here with Charles is he wants to be in fucking charge. So he's anything to belittle MacReady's current reign of power. So I think it's Palmer, isn't it? No, I thought you'd feel that way, Gary. I'll do you last, son. Yeah? Yeah, mate. Oh, fuck! <laughs> Shit. Oh, fuck me. Oh, fuck, lads. Palmer's spazzing out. Oh, yeah, Palmer. Palmer's getting a little bit fucking high. Oh, Palmer, lose your face, mate. Popping eyeballs, lads. 
get a whiff. Anybody want to tongue my fucking eyeballs? Oh, shit, his face is gone. Fucking hell, MacReady. Work the fucking flamethrower. Oh, MacReady, you twat. You shouldn't have tied up fucking Charles. He's the master with the flamethrower. Windows is fucking dead. Hesitated, didn't he? Yeah, neck. Fucking hell, man. What's that? Effects, pretty comical. Ah, cool though. Effective. I love the sound effects. Jesus, son. Fucking hell, McCready. Fire up the fucking flamethrower, you clown. Jesus. So Windows is dead. Palmer's transformed. Fucking hell, man. Yeah, nice sound effects. Getting pure, like, sci-fi monster movie vibes. So it's such a stuntman running out into the snow. So this fucking flare that McCready launches, it sets off pretty close to him. Look, fucking hell, man. <laughs> I called it. McCready's clearly got a fucking death wish. Fuck me, man. Oh, God. So fucking um, Windows. He's all fucking steamed up, isn't he? McCready's like, Windows, do you want me to steam you up, mate? There you go. That's it. Disco Inferno, Windows. See you later, mate. See you on the other side. Fuck me, man. So talk about whittling the fucking... uh, Numbers down. Yeah, I know for a fact it was never nulls. Ah. So we got Charles and um, Gary. Charles is not completely certain though. Look, you feel the relief here. Sort of breathes in. Nice from Keith David. This is beautiful. Cut me loose. Cut me loose. 20 rounds of fucking toast. It's fucking Gary. Oh, Gary, man. It's harsh on him, innit? Oh, he's pissed off. And rightly so, but it, it needs to happen. This is a wonderful moment. Tied to this fucking couch. Oh, I'm traumatised, Gary. Spend the rest of my fucking fucking couch. <laughs> if that's me as McCready, I'd just I'd hit, I'd hit him with the flamethrower. Pipe down, son. Jesus, man, where'd you go now? Fuck me. Oh, man, I can Charles just looking out the window. Oh, fuck me. Desperation now, isn't it? Nice, subjective camera. McCready almost looking back at the audience, you know? Thing is, now Blair's gone. This is a little bit ridiculous. So I see the shack doors open. 
Yeah, I find this a little bit far-fetched in regards to how much work Blair's been doing, considering it's only been a couple of hours. Fucking ridiculous. I know he's like this A-grade fucking genius, but really, you know? God fucking knows. Somebody let him out? So something underneath the floorboards. This must be some kind of like refrigerated set. Because you get the... You can see the breath, you know? That's what I love about this movie. You just feel the, uh, the coldness, the bleakness, you know? Yeah, I... Obviously, it's John Carpenter's birthday next Tuesday, one of the reasons why I'm doing this, but I thought this would be a perfect movie for the month of January. You know, as we're balls deep in fucking winter, I love these fucking flares. As you can tell, this is a fucking set. So, I was, are you telling me, was this, Blair, are you down there? Is this tunnel already pre-existing? It must be his, like, his secret little lab area. Question is, what is this fucking craft, man? Blair's been busy. Yeah, it doesn't seem very plausible, does it? He's built a fucking spacecraft. Looking to get out of there, isn't he? I need to take a fucking shit, Gary. We're out of fucking toilet room, mate. Can I borrow some of yours? Anywhere but here. Classic Carpenter Cundy moment. Subjective camera, isolated spaces, beautiful with the music. Steady cam, masterclass, glorious, man. Ah, it's fucking amazing, this film. Yeah, so McCready, he's in full nihilistic end of the world mode now, and it it ends here at this site. It doesn't spread any further. So is that Blair in the distance? I love Niles here. Hey, you guys! I love the music, man. Yeah, TK Carter's amazing here. Hey, you guys! I think I think it was Charles. I don't know, man. I don't know. Oh, somebody switched the lights off. Generators down. It's about to get a lot fucking colder now, lads. Fuck me. Suicide, isn't it? Fuck. Hundred below. Not for that thing, Gary. It's a fucking psychopath, mate. It wants to freeze. But first, it wants to touch you, mate. You up for that? Gary. McCready's making the call, yeah, look. Yeah, he's playing the death card. But he's really reveling in the moment. Yeah, he's come to terms with the... 
inevitable aspect of the situation, i.e. they're all going to die. But he's overcome, he's dealing with it. Yeah, I really admire the character, you know. So I was thinking a situation like this, I mean, there are three possibilities in regards to how you can respond to the situation, i.e. one, you get angry. Two, you do what MacReady's doing. It's a kind of like cynical, nihilistic, fuck me, let's just fucking do it. Or you're just quivering in the corner crying, you know? So there's no doubt about it. I think the dynamics of the group in general, they're a strong group, you know? I think, though, in regards to the nature of their job, the isolation, the remoteness, I think it takes a certain kind of, like, mindset, you know? Yeah, you've got to be made of strong stuff in regards to doing a job of this nature, you know, out in the elements. So they're fucking torching the interior. Fucking hell, man. This is wonderful. Question is, is it all going to be enough, man? Is the fire going to spread far enough, you know? (sighs) I mean, also, it's this angle. It makes sense for them just to set everything because the generator's down, so they need to generate more heat. So they may as well just torch the fucking, you know, place. So down in the generator. About to go deeper underground, lads. And we're about to get some spectacular atmospheric flare dripping water lighting from Mr. Dean Cundy. Look at this, man. It's unbelievable. I mean, if this is... I mean, you're guessing this has to be a set. Just the... It just looks so real, man, with the water, the flare, the smoke. Kind of got like a... Got a a mild, like, pinkish feel coming off the flare. The sound is just unbelievable with the dripping water and the sound of the flare. They make a fatal mistake here in regards to just splitting off. Oh, man. So when will you learn? Look, he's just wandering off. So Gary is gone, McCready. It's gone. It's gone, McCready. Oh, you'll be fucking next, Gary, you twat. So they got to bring this place to the fucking ground, don't they? Yeah, it's the only thing left to do, isn't it? So I love it in the sense that none of them are like cowering. Oh, I don't want to die. Yeah, they've all accepted their fate. I like it, man. Oh, Jesus. Oh, there was me questioning why they splitting off. They've got to do this because they've got to rig it all up. So, yeah, okay, it makes sense. So, I think it's, is it Gary next or Niles? 
Yeah, I think it's here. Yeah, a beautiful reveal. So Gary's got this slight flashlight propped up on his head. I think Blair's about to move in on him. <laughs> Fucking funny, man. Yeah, it's nice how they've delayed this whole angle in regards to Blair being possessed because here comes the big reveal. Classic Carpenter moment. Yeah, I love it. Some brilliant, like, prosthetic effects. They're entirely... They're so realistic, don't it? The hand. So if they attach something to um, Donald Moffat's face... Like a fake skin, extended skin element. It's interesting here, our Knowles. So Gary's getting shredded. And I'll see Knowles briefly can hear something, but he just wanders off. Shit, man. Knowles just turned to McCready. Knowles just stopped, mate. Turn to McCready and go, McCready, I think Gary's done. For- oh, he's gone. He's going into the shadows. It's over. Bye-bye, Knowles. What I love about it is you don't see it. You don't see Knowles get taken out. It's all sold on McCready looking up. Here we go. It's fantastic sort of like pacing and storytelling. All on the reveal. Yeah, look. So McCready already realises Gary and Knowles are gone. i got to detonate this fucking joint and get out of Dodge. Well, he's got nowhere to fucking go, has he? I guess. Wonderful lighting. That's fantastic, man. Oranges and the blacks. Beautiful, man. Yeah, no one quite likes a... Frame as good as old Dean Cundy, man. Oh shit. You need to launch that fucking dynamite, McCready. Oh, here comes the thing. So the thing, it's like on some fucking train track, isn't it? So I think you're about to get one of the. Yeah, probably the only moment where they use some animation. Just on these shots. And then you get... So that's all animated. And then you get this massive... Wow, man. It's like a Blair beast head. So it's all the various things it's imitated. That's unbelievable, man, isn't it? Wow, it's absolute giant. I think McCready's seen enough. He's going to do his tuck and roll. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're so scary. Yeah, fuck you, twat. <laughs> oh, it's quite funny. I, to be honest, you got a question. How did McCready actually get out of there? You know? Well, I say get out there. He gets, he gets outside, doesn't he? So this is obviously them blowing up the set for real. Wow, man. Vast explosions. 
And again, another iconic end sequence. One of the greatest endings ever, I think, to a movie. What I love about it is the... It doesn't, like, fully resolve itself. It's a little bit ambiguous, but it doesn't have to give the audience um, a lot of space to, like, speculate. I.e. So, see, we've got McCready. Looks like fucking Jesus, isn't he? Frozen. Great lighting again from Cundy. And obviously Charles is about to come into shot. The music's amazing here. So, just two left. So, who's who? Question is, are either of them infected right now? Where were you, Charles? You thought you saw Blair, eh, Charles? You weren't busy being possessed, eh? Yeah, these two pretty much on um, death's doorstep. I I love McCready, man. Just every now and then, he's just sort of laughing to himself. I, he just doesn't give a flying fuck now about the situation. He knows he's going to die, but he's like, I'm going to laugh. Yeah, look, let's just sit here and fucking die. I don't give a fucking shit anymore, you know? It's certainly true. They're not in much shape to do anything about it. Let's just have a toast, eh, Charles? Our final moments. This is a wonderful final line. See what happens. Yeah, wonderful ending. And Carpenter is so clever in the sense doesn't feel a need to resolve any of this, you know? Just those, like, final exchanges between Charles and McCready is enough. And again, I love this end shot on McCready. It's his, like, it's just his, like, defiance and he's laughing. He's almost, like, reveling in the moment. It's like, yeah, fuck you, thing. Fuck you. That's a wonderful end shot. So you're just wondering now. I mean, that fire's going to die down within a few hours. Temperature's going to plummet. Basically, they're going to freeze to death. Or this question of, you know, whether or not one of them is still the thing. Oh, man. Fantastic movie. Unbelievable. Absolute masterpiece. Maybe the greatest science fiction horror of all time. It's my favourite film of all time. I mean, every time I rewatch this film, it just gets better and better. And I think that's a rarity in cinema. Blade Runner is another movie where on like replay values incredibly high. Kind of crazy guy, guys and gals. Um, yeah, my two favourite films from all time were released in the same year, the same summer. So it's 1982. So John Carpenter's The Thing and Ridley Scott's uh, Blade Runner. Pretty remarkable when you think about it, you know. 
tough two iconic sci-fi masterpieces released within the same summer you know so for me 1982 is the greatest year in cinema <laughs> so norwegian so old larry franco yeah what a beautiful movie man yeah so the film didn't Certainly wasn't a box office success on release. Um, it's one of those movies that really found its audience on like home video, you know. Uh, it's really sort of garnished. Um, there's no doubt doubt about it. The thing's got a cult following. I think John Carpenter in general has got a bit of a cult following, you know. He's a highly respected. Um, I will say, I think. Um, Carpenter's severely underrated as a filmmaker. I think he's one of the greatest directors of all time. No doubt about it, you know. I mean, people always quick to big up old Scorsese, Spielberg, or like James Cameron. For me, Carpenter's easily on the same level as those three, you know. So just winding down the credits, guys. Fantastic film. Masterful, isn't it? Yeah, I didn't quite get round to it. I was going to check out the... So the original Howard Hawks. Uh, I think it's Thing from Another World, but I didn't get round to it. I did kind of want to do maybe a brief comparison. I think the films are very different, though, from what I can tell. So, yeah, I never got to it. But I may check out the... Hawks original at some point, but stunt coordinator, so old Dick Warlock. Very nice. So it's Universal Picture. Just winding down, guys. How long are these credits? As the credits scroll upwards. A couple more minutes, it's fine. So just a shout out. So obviously releasing this on a Tuesday. Today's John Carpenter's birthday, so I salute him. He's my favourite filmmaker of all time. Yeah, I love the guy, man. It's a bit unfortunate that he's really sort of retired now from like a full feature filmmaking. Um... Uh, it tends to happen. Not that they become burnt out or worn down, but I think it's the aging process in general. I think it's incredibly difficult to sort of maintain this kind of level when you look at like something like The Thing. You know, these films are like once-in-a-lifetime kind of deal, isn't it? you know, so... It's a main title sequence. So a miniature supervisor, Susan Turner. Wonderful. So it's a Stuart British Columbia crew. Fantastic, man. I bet it was an absolute blast. I mean, if you're not a chance, guys, do check out the... John Carpenter, Kurt Russell audio commentary for this movie. It's fucking amazing, man. You really get to hear some of the amazing 
stories, some of the shit they were getting up to. I mean, they shot a lot of this out on location. And, um, yeah, I think Carpenter and Russell and, and pretty much the entire crew had an absolute blast filming this, you know. So Don't Explain, performed by Billy Holiday. Yeah, Superstition, Stevie Wonder. Very memorable, that use. Quite an iconic song. Yeah, soundtrack's available on Spotify, guys, if you get a chance. They're filmed in Panavision. That's like Carpenter's, like Carpenter's go-to film stock, wasn't it, in the 80s? Technicolor. So just winding down, guys. So today... I've been covering the sci-fi masterf- masterpiece, The Thing, 1982, directed by John Carpenter. It's just a fantastic movie. Hope you've enjoyed the commentary. And I'll be back again soon. Bye now. There's still a little bit left. I'll, I'll make sure I run down the credits fully. Three Fade to Black. All right, see you later. <laughs>